0: Welcome back to Travels with Ketan. Uh, If you are just joining us, uh, introduce myself. I am a biker, backpacker and travel writer. And in this uh, video, we will be reading another part from my book, Three men ride again. The Amigos ride to Spiti. This is a story of, well obviously, three Amigos riding to Spiti. So the first part was the overture, where I mentioned that Deljad and I had gone for a ride to Rajasthan. And uh, Delgad had had an accident and he had just uh, had a mix up with a deer, crashed his bike, gone flying and landed. And I was wondering what to do next. So here we are. So remember we have just landed and here it goes. Three men ride again. Overture, the accident. So here we were again in the middle of a desert with nobody and nothing in sight. Just a dark desert highway, as the eagles might say. The bike was mangled and the rider was down in the dust. There were two villagers walking along the road and they seemed to be the most pragmatic of men. They saw the accident happen, but did not change their speed or their gait by an iota. They just kept walking at the same pace. My adrenaline kicked in. And I without stopping to think, I ran into the middle of the road and I waved desperately for uh, passing cars to stop. This must have scared some cars deeply. Seeing a fat giant there dressed like the terminator waving crazily for them to stop. They just zip past, swerving enough to avoid me. The two villagers finally reached us. They regarded us unemotionally for some time. And then finally asked the most penetrating question had an accident. What a stupid question. I was tempted to reply. No, I am doing a Mujra and this guy is a prince watching from his couch. But I was too worked up for sarcasm and I just replied, yes. Ah. One nodded disinterestedly. The other just spat tobacco juice into the sack. Hmm, they said. And just kept walking. I watched it in disbelief. As they walked away without another word, no attempt to help or to get more info or gossip or nothing. Most un-Indian. Quite a few vehicles passed by without stopping and then I waved all over the road like when comedy tackle. stop, 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 stop and forced the next guy to stop. The guy was a good guy. He agreed to take Baba to the nearest government hospital. So that at the about 70 kilometers away. I thanked him, thank you, thank you, thank you and went to pick up Bawa and all he said was my goggles, my goggles. What? The bloody fellow's knee was broken and he was thinking about his sunglasses. He stopped and he bent over and picked them up. And with our help, he got into the car but groaned b- deeply as even the slightest movement was causing tremendous pain to his broken knee. He was terribly brave. I would have been bawling by a baby by like a baby by then. Shit, I thought. Went to my bike, pulled out my medical kit, gave him a strip of painkillers, him, told him to take 2, 3, 10 pills as much as you want. We put him into the car and they sped off with me assuring them that I would be following them on the bike immediately. I dragged his bike to the side of the road and and hid <laughs> it. I hid it behind some place so it should not get stolen. And then sped off after them. On the way, I got in touch with the local guy and told him about the accident and asked him to meet me at the hospital. It took me more than an hour to reach that place at Falodi. I had forgotten everything about that car. what was the model of the car, what number, what the driver looked like, it was all a blur. Luckily I had taken his mobile number and called him as soon as I reached the hospital. He met me at the entrance and took me to the OPD where Delta was lying Where on a court. There seemed to have been no treatment at all, not even a clean up of the wound or anything. What's going on? I said, where's the doctor? There's been a two-wheeler accident. That's ah, so, when hmm, somebody replied. I know there has been a two-wheeler accident. This is the victim lying right there. No, no, no. That orderly replied. What I mean is that the doctor has been in an accident. See, here he is. And he was in the court next to Delta. Fully blood covered. Moaning and groaning. Isn't there another doctor here? Yes, sir. But he is treating the first doctor. See, and after he treated the first doctor, he to you. So I went to Delta and asked him how he was. I am okay. The ride was very bad but they gave me a painkiller injection as soon as I came in here so now I am feeling better. So I asked orderly, is, is there an ambulance here? Clearly you would have been had to be taken to hospital in the nearest city. <laughs> yes sir. We haven't. But it is booked. Booked book for whom? For this doctor sir who is lying right next to you. At least take an x-ray and find out where the break is. Uh, we have no x-ray machines sir. Yeah, only first day. Shit. I was getting pissed off. So finally that guy arrived, Montu, whom I had called, and I gave him, uh, I told him to do two things. Go and get a truck, find Delzad's bike and bring it to Jodhpur. And where is the bike, sir, he asked. I said, I don't know. <laughs> Just ride along the road and look for an accident site <laughs> and you'll see the bike there. It's about 70 kilometers down. Start counting your odometer. And secondly, to get me a taxi to get help, Delzad to the to Jodhpur since ambulance is not available. So I went back to Delzad. Look, finally the doctor was with him, pinching and prodding him to make sure, uh, to check for internal injuries and stuff. He says, um, it's a fracture for sure, the doctor said. Luckily there doesn't seem to be any other injury. You better take him to a bone and joint hospital ASAP. Can't you treat him? I asked. And he almost laughed. This is a small government hospital. We have no x-ray machine. What will you do here? Take him to Jodhpur. There, There is a private bone and joint specialty hospital there since his knee is broken. I'll, all I can do is give you a painkiller injection. Shit. Okay. Okay. I asked for a taxi. We'll leave as soon as the taxi comes. Sad. I looked up. That fellow, one one guy in a white uniform was beaming at me. I have an ambulance. Sad. He gave me a thousand watt smile he thought you reserved it for that doctor fellow no sir doctor has doctor sahab has said that it is not required for injured doctors it is available if you want of course I want load him immediately I called Monto and told him forget the cab go and pick up the bike in all this the good person who had brought Delta to the hospital decided to leave I was so stressed and wound up that I didn't realize when he had left and I didn't even get to thank him but I would like to thank him now thank you god bless you and I hope he gets ample good karma for his really disinterested good deed. God bless him. The ambulance left for Jodhpur and I followed it after last minute instructions to Montu. Jodhpur was about 140 kilometres from Falodi and it would take at least 2-3 to three hours to reach. So off we go again. Here I was zooming down the road to Jodhpur in hot pursuit of the ambulance that was carrying the damaged Dilzat. And I suddenly screeched to halt in the bend of the road. Because the bull was right in the middle of the road, right in the middle of the road. And I had to wait for it to cross. I cursed that bull and his cow and the entire bovine family in general. And just as I passed him, I noticed there was a very huge speed breaker in the road. And it was covered by the shadow of a tree that was standing right next to it. So you couldn't see the speed breaker. If I had not seen that bull or that bull had not crossed that road, I would have gone bang into the speed breaker. And there were two people in that ambulance. Shiva, Shiva, I said, thanking Lord Shiva for sending his Nandi bull to save me from the accident, and carried on. But much more carefully. If I also bought it, then things would get very hairy. As it is, it was getting late. It was getting dark, and I wanted to reach within striking distance of Jodhpur before it got fully dark, as your speed goes down dramatically in the dark, especially in India. Well, like the mind does because I am shit shit scared of over speeding and I can't see the road. As it is enough issues right in daytime with potholes, speed breakers, suicidal animals, suicidal cyclists, pedestrians, murderous trucks, buses, you name it, anything on the road. I was gunning the bike and thanking God that my bike was in good shape and running well. Then suddenly I felt something go weird. The clutch felt suddenly spongy. Oh shit! My clutch cable had broken. Now I couldn't change the bike or put the, uh, change the gear or put the bike in neutral, and I didn't have a spare clutch cable on me. And as usual, the road was empty, no shops, no repair people, nobody, no civilization inside. Shit, shit, shit! I kept going as long as I could. The problem with the broken clutch is obviously when you upshift you go into higher gear, you cannot downshift and go into lower gear because you can't press the clutch and when the bike will come to a halt once the speed is too low for that gear and then you are screwed because you can't restart the bike unless it's in neutral and you can't put it in neutral because there is no clutch. I was shitting bricks. I tried to ride as fast as possible to cover distance and find some civilization. But slow enough that I didn't have to upshift. But habit is a bad thing. And after some time, I saw a nice smooth highway. I sped up and automatically I upshifted, moved to a higher gear by sheer habit. And shit. As I tried to slow down, the bike cuffed at hiccup and came to a halt. No, 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 I said and tried to restart it. But the bike just sneered at me in true Royal Enfield fashion. <laughs> and came to a halt. I shouted and threw my hands up in despair. And I looked around and I couldn't believe my eyes. I had come to a stop by sheer chance, right in front of a shop. It was the only shop around, it was like a clear blank road, There's nothing around on miles but that one shop and I had come to a halt just in front of that shop and it was a bike repair shop, can you beat that? (laughs) The repair guy came out and inquired what I wanted. And I told him, my clutch cable is snapped yeah, and he said, no problem sir, give me your spare. I will fix it immediately. He said, uh, yes problem, I don't have a spare. <sighs> I don't think I have one either, let me check and he went inside. But now I was, you know, oddly relaxed, I said, the fates are with me finally, otherwise why would I come to a stop in front of this shop in the middle of nowhere. And I knew it, he came out saying, I have one cable left sir, one last cable, it is not actually for Enfield, it is one Chalu cable but it will get you for till Jodhpur. I said, boss, you get me to Jodhpur, that's all I want. After a few minor mishaps, Google Maps kept sending me round and round and round and round in the dark. But I finally somehow managed to get to Jodhpur and I found that hospital. Thank you, Google Maps, once we got out of that endless loop, it was, thank you, Google Maps. I parked my bike. And I went inside. The ambulance was not inside, so I assumed it had been paid off. It had hopefully delivered its cargo and then been paid off. I clumped into the hospital and scared the hotel staff considerably, since I was dressed in my riding boots and I, my eyes were red and I was looking like a wild man. I found Delzad sitting sadly on a stretcher with wheels, alone outside the OPD. They had taken his X-rays and put a plaster on him, and this and then just left him there. Why are you outside in the hallway? I asked uh, uh, irritatedly. I didn't ask him. I asked the hospital guys. Why have you left him outside in the hallway? Oh, sir, we didn't know whether you want to admit him or not. Of course, you admit him. Get in the best room you have, one with an assistant bed where I can stay as well. What nonsense. How can you leave a patient in the bloody corridor? I growled at them and then finally we were installed in the room. Once Deljad was comfortable, I started calling various people to set up all the tasks. I called the most important person first, which is Bharti, my wife, she who must be obeyed. I told her to book jodhpur Bombay tickets, pending okay from the doctor the next day. I called Montu, the the local guy, and I was relieved to find that he had found the bike, miracle, and had loaded it in his truck. I called the local Gati courier office, Gati is a courier company, G-A-T-I. I booked transport for the two bikes from Jodhpur to Mumbai. I found a number for a local ambulance and tentatively booked an ambulance to take Bawa to the airport. I called Bawa's dad, poor guy, he had been so worried and I gave him the news update. I called Adi, our third amigo, and told him about it. So Bawa had called him so he knew what was the problem. And then finally, luckily my phone died so I had no choice but to put it on charge and I went to sleep. I was so strung up from the events of the day, what stress. The next morning was also a lot of running around. I caught hold of that courier guy, explained the situation to him, but he was very friendly, very helpful. He came to the hospital, handed him the papers, filled out forms, form, paid him money, gave him. Uh, then he said, Sir, I am only a single person, uh, so you come with me to the office and then I'll drop you back. So, what else? I followed him on my bike to the depot, gave him the keys, came back to the hospital by auto rickshaw. I told him that Montu will deliver the damaged bike directly to his depot and I left the money to be paid to Montu with him. At the hospital, the head doctor came over and he explained that his knee joint was broken and and there was an operation pin, all that kind of stuff. It was obviously a very major job, and uh, his dad obviously said that if it's not life threatening or urgent, send him back to Bombay immediately. They had already plastered up his leg. So we took a certificate, medical certificate saying that he is okay to be transported. The airline would not allow him on the plane without that certificate. We paid up the hospital bill, took the discharge and the ambulance was ready and we were all set to leave for the flight. At the airport, Jet Airways says no, we can't accept this. Why? What the problem? So the doctor certificate said it is okay to travel but not okay to travel by air. So, I creeped and waved my hand about what nonsense, what idiocy, what stupidity, call the doctor blah, blah, blah. and stupid doctor, why does he, Anyway, never mind. So the whole thing happened and they finally allowed him to board. So this is a pro tip. If you ever have an accident and you want to transfer that there by air, and ensure that these words are there in doctor's certificate that is fit to travel by <laughs> air. In Jodhpur, jet airways didn't have... Uh, 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 that thingy to transport directly to the plane. It, they didn't have a lift. So they only had one of those, you know, rolling ladders. So they actually got a wheelchair with bars on it. <laughs> and four guys should lift it up the stairs. So like, so Delzad looked like a Maharaja in a palkin. A very nervous Maharaja. Who half expected one of these guys to slip and fall and make a Humpty Dumpty out of him. But they managed to get him up without dropping him. And we had another small issue when the jet staff wouldn't give him an aisle seat. Yeah, in spite of his leg being in a giant cast. No, no, you have been a lot at middle seat, so you sit there. Luckily the guy in the aisle seat volunteered to move himself and so Del could sit comfortably. But all's well, that ends well. Finally we landed in Mumbai, mm-hmm. put him in a wheelchair, wheeled him out to meet his anxious family and immediately they wished him off to the hospital for his operation. It would be some time before the Amigo would ride again. Well, that's all for this segment, guys. Stay tuned for the next uh, chapter in 3-man ride again. And obviously, uh, subscribe, press that button and uh, go to my website, uh, ketanjoshi.net where you can see uh, all my books, all my blogs, my podcasts and uh, the photo galleries. Cheers! See you for the next chapter.